Welcome to Corey's Conscious Living Podcast, where you'll find bedtime stories for children of all ages. Are you ready to meditate with Corey? Get comfortable in your bed. Lay down and relax. Close your eyes if you feel that that would be good for you. Otherwise, you can leave them open. It was a Thursday. Stephanie had been under the weather for a few days. So she hadn't been to school. She'd been resting and getting well. She felt practically 100% herself. But because it was Thursday and she wasn't in school, she decided maybe she would visit Moonbow Forest. Find out what's going on there. To see all her unicorn friends and Maybe have something nice to eat. Go on adventures. Who knows? She was super excited about just seeing Luna and all the other unicorns again. And being in that place that she loves so much. She went over to her dresser and sat on the chair. She looked at herself for a moment in the mirror. She didn't look quite herself yet. She still was a little bit dark underneath her eyes as she's not been sleeping very good at all. Her face was a little bit pale and washed out. She needed some sun. She needed some friends. She needed good energy and high vibration. And she knew she would get that at Moonbow Forest. She opened a jewelry box and took out her magical earrings. Today, she wasn't going to wear the unicorn horn. She was just going to wear the earrings. She put the left one on first, and then she put the right one on. She wasn't so sure why. She had a funny feeling in her eyes and behind her eyes when she put the earrings on, but she did today. It was like the tingling that she normally gets all over her body was more intense behind her eyes. At first she thought, ooh, what's that? But then, intuitively, she felt like the tingling was maybe healing her headache. Just the final residue of the one that she'd had for the last few days. The tingling was especially strong around where her headache had been. And she thought maybe the magic 
was going to that part of her that felt as if it wasn't quite right and it was doing its magic and making her well completely. That would be nice, she thought. She focused on tingling in other parts of her body. She felt it in her fingertips. She felt it in her toes. She felt the tingling and then the twitching and the itching as if she was going to sneeze right there on the end of her nose. And then she saw the veil. She was sat at her dresser with her eyes closed, but she could see the familiar curtain that looked like a veil between two worlds there in front of her mind. She loved that veil, everything about it. She wondered in that moment what it would be like if one day she put the earrings on and it was no longer there. What if one day the earrings were just normal earrings that weren't magical anymore? And she had a really strong gut wrench feeling in her tummy as if something really bad had just happened. But she took a deep breath and swallowed and felt herself coming back to normal. She told herself, all is well, everything is okay. She stared back at the veil and lifted her left hand up to move it to one side so that she could step into Moonbow Forest. She felt the grass underneath her feet, spongy, prickly, and soft all at the same time. She looked up and noticed it was nighttime. She couldn't actually remember a time when she'd been to Moonbow Forest before when it was nighttime. Could she remember? Couldn't she remember? She wasn't sure, but she wasn't expecting it. She wasn't expecting the dark. When she looked up at the sky, the moon was big and full, and it was shining a bright silvery light down on the forest, there in front of her face. She saw the trees, the ones with the chocolate box, and the chocolate mint leaves. She could smell the mint. She wasn't anywhere near them. Chocolate mint was, ooh, it was so good. One of her bestest, bestest, bestest chocolate flavors. She took a big deep breath and smelled in all the different smells of Moonbow Forest. She got a very, very faint smell of the strawberry milkshake lake. Strawberry, mint, chocolate, cinnamon, apples, all the wonderful smells. 
As she walked forward into the trees and deeper into the forest, she didn't see any animals, any unicorns, nothing. Just the night sky and the moonlight shining through the trees. She kept walking more, deeper and deeper into the forest. And then she saw some bunny rabbits, but they were all asleep. A bit further forward, she saw a squirrel asleep in one of the trees. And then she noticed all the birds had got their eyes closed, just resting still in the trees. And then as she walked even further forward, she saw a group of unicorns all laid down on the ground, sleeping very soundly. Everything, everyone was asleep. This is so weird, she thought. She trod carefully not to step on any branches and crack anything too loudly and wake everything up. But then at one point she stood on a branch and it cracked so loud she was sure everyone was going to wake up. They didn't. They didn't stir. They didn't move. Nothing. Stephanie spotted Luna. She ran over to where she was and knelt down next to her on the ground. She was breathing. She looked happy enough, healthy enough. Stephanie could tell she was just asleep. They were all just asleep. She stroked the center of Luna's head, just below her unicorn horn. And her eyes twitched a little bit. And then one of her eyes opened barely just the slightest amount. Nowhere near half open, definitely nowhere near fully open. Just a little crease, a little crack. Luna moved her eye behind her eyelid until it focused on Stephanie. And she said very quietly, Help us all. We need your help. And then her eye closed once again. Stephanie tickled frantically around Luna's ears and her eye opened gently once more. What is it? What is it? said Stephanie. What's going on? Are you okay? Is everyone okay? With barely any sound coming out of Luna's mouth, she managed to say, We can't wake up. The moon won't go away. It's been nighttime four days now. Four 
four days of sleep. And then she closed her eyes once again. Oh no, thought Stephanie. What am I supposed to do? What can I do? I don't know what to do. Why won't the moon go away? What's going on? Stephanie thought, maybe I have to talk to the moon. How do I talk to the moon? I've never talked to the moon before. Can I even talk to the moon? Will the moon even listen to me? Then she had an idea. She thought about going to the top of Pizza Mountain. She thought maybe that that was the highest point in Moonbow Forest. At the top of Pizza Mountain, she definitely must have been closer to the moon than if she would be down here. She'll get to the top of Pizza Mountain and then she'll shout at the moon, Hey, you, what's going on? That was her plan. But then she thought, a mountain is still nowhere near as close to the moon as it looks. It's probably billions of light years away. How is it going to hear me? Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Stephanie started to get very, very upset. She didn't know what to do. She was panicking. And then she took a breath and another breath. And the third breath she took was very long and deep and very calming. And she managed to calm down a little bit. She took another big, deep breath. She told herself there was no point in panicking. There was no point in being scared and getting frantic because she wouldn't be able to think if that's what she did. She needed to take a breath, to think a moment and calm down. She did that. She sat down next to Luna. She stroked her neck while she thought about what she needed to do. Then she remembered. She remembered the moondrop flowers and how the moondrop flowers at Moonbow Forest are connected to the moon. The flowers only come out when it's a full moon. They half come out when it's a half moon and when it's a new moon and you can't see the moon, they stay asleep. All the moondrop flowers must be awake, she thought. She remembered that the moondrop flowers somehow are very closely connected to the moon. They follow the moon's cycle. And if they're closely connected to the moon, maybe they can tell her what's going on with the moon. The patch of moondrop flowers was at the far end of the forest. She got up and started running. She ran as fast as she could. She was out of breath halfway there, but she still kept running, running and running and running and running, as if everyone depended on her. And that's because they did. They needed Stephanie to save them, to wake them up. Four days of being asleep is a long time. They must be so hungry. 
After what felt like forever running through the forest, Stephanie finally got to the moon drop flowers. She knelt down next to them. They were all wide open. They were white with big white petals. And in the center, they had a black face. They looked like daisies, but the center was black rather than yellow. She cupped one of them in her hand and said, Hello, Moondrop Flower, can you help me? In the center of the black face, two little eyes opened up, and then a smile followed. Hello? Stephanie, what are you doing here? said the flower. Oh, thank goodness, said Stephanie. Why is everyone asleep? Why is the moon not going away? What's going on? Apparently the moon has been up for four days, full, shining down all over Moonbow Forest. No one can wake up. Everyone needs to wake up to eat. What do I do? What's going on? The flower looked up at Stephanie and said, Oh my, has it been four days? Yes, said Stephanie, quite frantic again. Yes, it's been four days. Oh, said the flower. This hasn't happened in over 20 years. Not to worry, Stephanie. I know what to do. Stephanie looked down at the flower and said, What do we do? What do we do? The flower said, you just pick me. Pick me. Bring me up to your face. And you make a wish. And then you throw me up to the moon. That way I can go talk to her. That's it? Said Stephanie. Yes, that's it. Said the moondrop flower. Stephanie reached down to the bottom of the flower, all the way into the green grass, and nipped the stem with her finger and her thumbnail. The stem broke, and she picked up the moondrop flower. She brought it up to her face. She intuitively felt like she should place it on her forehead, right between her eyes. And as she did that, she got that same strong tingling sensation as she did before she came through the curtain. She realized in that split moment that that's why she felt the tingle. It was as if Something was waking up inside of her, preparing her to be able to help the situation in some way, filling her with extra magic right there on her forehead where she'd had the headache for four days, where now she could feel the tingling sensation so strong. She focused on the sensation around her eyes and in the middle of her forehead, 
She put all of her intention into the flower. Go talk to the moon. Wake the moon. Tell the moon it's time to go to sleep. The sun needs to come up. Hurry. Go now. Go. And with that, Stephanie threw the flower up in the air and the wind carried it away. Up over the trees. Up through the clouds. And up. And up. And up towards the moon. At first, nothing happened. It was like the moondrop flower just disappeared into the moon. Stephanie thought, oh no, it didn't work. Oh no, now what do I do? She put her head down on her knees and cradled her arms around herself as if she was hugging herself down on the floor. Gosh, this is awful, she said out loud. But then, through the gaps in her body, she could feel as if there was light coming through. She could see the light through her eyelids, and her eyes were closed. And she opened her eyes quickly and lifted up her head quickly and looked around quickly. It was daylight. It worked. It worked. She stood up and jumped all over. It worked. It worked. It worked. She was so happy. She started to run through the forest, back towards Luna, back towards the bunny rabbits, back towards the birds and the squirrels and everything that she loved so much that was normally always awake. She ran as fast as she could. And when she got back, everyone was acting completely normal. And when Luna spotted Stephanie running frantically through the forest, she lifted her head. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome back to Moonbow Forest. It's been a while. Stephanie realized that Luna had got no recollection. No one had got any recollection of being asleep for four days. It was like some dream that they had, and now everything was back to normal. Everything was just the way it normally is. Stephanie hugged Luna so tight round her neck, Oh, thank gosh, thank gosh, thank gosh. And she kissed her and kissed her and kissed her. Luna said, My, you've missed me. Are you hungry? Stephanie smiled, the biggest smile. Of course I'm hungry. I'm always hungry when I come here. Oh, wait till you try the bumblebee honey drops. Stephanie followed Luna to a tree 
with a beehive in it. A beehive that was almost as big as the whole tree. There must have been millions and millions of bees all over it, making honey. The bumblebee honey drops were falling from the tree into little baskets down below. Stephanie went over and picked one up and put one in her mouth. It looked like a caramel candy or something. It's about the size of a candy, but it didn't have a wrapper on it. And it was golden, just like honey is. But it was the best honey she had ever tasted. At first it was hard, as if it had a shell around it, like the honey had crystallized or something. And then, when she sucked on it for a moment, it melted in her mouth. And inside, the golden honey just poured into her mouth, wrapped around her tongue, and as she swallowed, it coated her throat. Oh, these are so delicious, she said to Luna. Luna said, yes, I know, they are. The end.